0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte.
1: Hello again, Raleigh fans. Hope you're well ready to settle down for a bit and enjoy some rally chat i'm rally fan lisa o'sullivan here to keep the beast the beast or the peace even (laughs) i'm here to keep the peace i also needed to check uh, luke's title is it definitely deputy editor
2: yeah Uh, or what shall we make him editor i think we we should promote him i think Yeah, yeah let's promote him Editor. I, as long I, as he doesn't become senior staff writer.
0: I have. I, I definitely have. Definitely not that good. And that's you to give me a, talking about to you. Give me a not um, to. You. I'll take it. Though. <laughs> oh, yeah. Take it as it as doesn't as,
2: come with a pay rise. No, that's obviously. A that's a shame. No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so how Luke? Luke is Here's
1: our deputy. Our deputy editor of dirtfish.com mm, Luke of Barry. Ago, Luke. <laughs> <laughs> rejoins the team <laughs> rejoins the team on Spin the Rally Pod we've also got former motorsport team boss and a technical guru George Donaldson and last but never ever least it's our king of Chords and dirtfish.com senior staff writer <laughs> david evans dear
2: lord how can i ever come back from that are we still on the intros we've been going for feels like two know, minutes ages and so,
1: ages and ages most but that's because Im- lukey went off to go and get um his new kit parcel from the front door
2: look what luke what was it is it nice stuff from sammy our friend sammy dallas in mm-hmm. uh in seattle
0: i believe so but i'll be honest i've not had time to open it so we're going to assume that
1: why don't you open it why don't you open it, open it live in air? Yeah, yeah go on unboxing oh, oh, wow. is very good for our <laughs> it, for our figures i'm sure that, un- un- that's
2: that's, is, that's is meant it. to be on youtube guys we're on the wrong forum here come on <laughs> you can you could then post a picture of you and your new and your new kit as long as it's not pink <laughs>
1: that's a very good point and i think you could also sorry no. you could do some um very good visual description yeah, go on.
2: As, yep. as we'll start talking, Luke, and you Get open fly-by. it we're up and listen. tell us what's going on. We're going to
1: listen to the sound okay, effects.
2: Well. <laughs> George is not going to stay quiet while we listen to Luke. <laughs> we'll go back to George's suspension on his Mini, which we were would... oh, Actually, George, yeah. one thing yes. that did scare me quite a lot was when you said there was business to attend to from, uh, from last, last week. Last week. Gosh. I can't remember. A, if I was yeah. in the podcast, I think I was. And B, did I offend yeah. you?
3: no no nobody offended me far from it um uh goodness gracious david uh first of all uh, y- very hard to give me offense um i seem to <laughs> give it all the time uh, but uh, but taking it, i uh, i don't take offense really um the uh, but i can't remember what it was i was listening to the podcast a second time because i i i was driving a fair distance and i, I hadn't listened to your post huanuhatu podcast so i listened to that and I'm, I'm just trying to remember, there was two things that came up. I thought, I must mention those. And you know what? So you, you heard I, David I back to up
1: towards the end. <laughs> I, heard all, I heard all
3: that nonsense. <laughs> Sorry. I heard all that nonsense. <laughs> and, and we thought it was Colin that was delaying things always. And it turns <laughs> out it was you, David. That I mean, five, five, five minutes in and we're still, we're still chewing the fat and to remember what we're meant to be talking about. So I do apologise. It was to do with drivers and, and um, historical and could they come back? Uh, it was to do with that, and I can't quite remember what it was I was going to mention. But I was going to vindicate good. a couple of, Keep it that a couple of so comments that. that came out. I was going to vindicate or quantify. It. I'll, I'll go and listen to it again, and for a third time now, and write it down this time because my head's full of other good things because I was away. Well, it's, was good, to, it's good to see TV. that
2: our podcast are so memorable. Hey, George, it is. It I'm is more well, interested in what's in the box,
3: anyway. <laughs> so <laughs> to speak. I don't care what's in the yeah. lunch box. It's not. It's not on my box. So
1: I can see. I can see. Ta- I can hear tape kind of being. Pulled over. Right, I'm, I'm, I'm
0: deliberately not doing anything because I didn't know when the right moment to pounce was. Uh, no, 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 this your moment it, has Luke. arrived. Oh, I have to for heaven's sakes, Luke. This is not what I expected <laughs> to be doing um, today, I'll be honest, when I was, <laughs> I was asked to come back oh, on the dude. podcast. <laughs> but This is life. Know, this is life is, right on I, the edge. Can you <laughs> hear that? There's a knife going through it at yep. the minute. Yeah. yeah. Careful yeah. with the hope knife. I re-
3: hope you realize you're off the clock here, Luke, as well. You know, You're expected to make up these hours that you spend doing this.
0: Yeah, I can't reclaim this as work, can I? <laughs> to be honest, nope. this
2: don't is definitely this is the most manual labour you'll ever do.
0: <laughs> Talk about yourself. Have you, just, have how, you just, absolutely the destroyed box? the box now? No. How big is the I, box? I, I open things in quite a methodical way, David. I don't like to rip them apart. Oh. I, I don't know why it's possible on oh, really? CD, um, but I don't like. How it. did you?
2: What What about yours, Lise, When you opened your Dirtfish package, I was
1: very, very. Uh, mine. Mine didn't come in a box. Mine came in. Um, kind of um, a jiffy bag, kind of
2: plastic bag. Oh No, I know that because it came to me first and I sent it (laughs) (laughs)
1: off. It was awesome, actually. I'm very much enjoying my Dirtfish T-shirts and my hoodies. In fact, somebody in my family has inquired about whether I want both of my hoodies (laughs) and all of my T-shirts. Which, of course, you do. I do. Well, I'm Uh, I'm kind of keeping them hanging on, saying, oh, I'll I'll have a think about it. I
3: I love (laughs) the Dirtfish T-shirts because they're so long you know that they're, they're really really long i love them to bits i like a t-shirt Not when you've got right boobs in. well I, I don't have boobs. moving on i don't have boobs but well, that's <laughs> but but that's just that's just should, purely this is perhaps a good really,
2: <laughs> this is perhaps a good a good point to discuss where where colin is given yes. that uh, <laughs> colin is what? colin is absent nice link, this week there. yeah thank you <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Cole. <laughs> <Goodness> <laughs> He's doing very, very important work uh, in Dundee uh, with the with the children on holiday, having a fabulous ah, time uh, visiting rallies in Dundee. Uh, so, oh, no doubt cranky, we'll all I see. Should, I, I
3: sent out photographs of my pizza, and he'll be round here expecting me to cook a They'll pizza be around for in a everyone. Flash. Now, yeah. Oh no! He'll yeah. bring
1: everyone else, so you can feed them as well. Oh, that'll be okay. We're <laughs> and to then we'll get now. some
2: takeout as well. <laughs> Undoubtedly, <laughs> almost. Oh, we should,
3: oh that's that's, <laughs> rotten. <laughs> that's, rotten. that's rotten. To suggest that I Luke, could, have you opened that on
2: a pizza sodding box yet?
3: Yes, Dear yes, God. I
0: have. But I, I didn't want right, to interrupt the conversation. T-
1: uh, so is Luke, it empty? Just jump
0: in. They'll Please.
1: never stop talking. Otherwise, Luke, just jump <laughs> in. <laughs>
0: yeah. It's not empty. No, I've got a fabulous selection of dirt fish t-shirts, a hoodie, and I think a jacket in here as well, which are of course all available on mm-hmm. the store. Ooh. There's the plug for you. Um, but yeah, I'm very. This is very exciting, actually. I have to be honest. Um, so look forward to Brilliant. trying these out soon. It's, it's nice. And as I say, Slight, go on.
2: So it was just slightly anticlimactic. I did expect a bit of detail about the colour. and. The, but, you know, well, they're it's all, they're all black, from snack Elm. They're all black. Oh, are they? Yes, but the fronts mm. yeah. will
1: be different. You'll have the one with the tartan on, perhaps.
0: Have you got the engine block one? No, I've got the pace note one. Um, I've got a Ooh, simple... Oh, like that one. Oh, I like the pace note yeah, one. a simple yeah. one. I can't actually see the other one without... That's a disappointed Dirtfish logo on it. Uh what else have we got? We've got a dirt fish sticker for the laptop as well. So stocked up. Fabulous. Stocked up. Fabulous. I can get
1: a sticker.
2: Thank <laughs> No, you got to anyway. that's because he's been uh he's been uh elevated to editorship status. So right. <laughs> that's a good
1: point. Yeah. That is very yeah. good point. Yeah, well, I'm, so I'm thank gonna, you, Sammy. Thank you very much, yeah. Sammy. Yes, thank you, Sammy. Thank you. Much. Much. Thank you. Yep. Lovely, lovely. I'm wearing mine with pride. And uh, where I would have liked to have been wearing it, she says, trying to put a smooth link in. I would love to have been wearing it in New Zealand at the weekend. Yeah, did that work? Yeah, it did. did. It worked. It was perfectly Rally, smooth. Perfectly really. bit... smooth.
2: Yeah. Not uh, Rally
1: Otago. Yeah. Ah. I have to say,
2: I um, after Mexico, travelling to Mexico, the old tra- travel home from Mexico was, it was quite long. A lot of long delays. Not well. There were some delays, but it was also long layovers and la de la and yeah. um. I kind of got back to the airport back in, in the UK thinking, oh, I'm quite glad I don't have to go to Otago now. And then actually on f- probably Wednesday, Thursday, Friday last week, I would have done anything to be, <laughs> to be just talking to Roger and talking to everybody down there, talking to Hayden. And you just kind of get that real sense of, wow, this is proper excitement building. Um, and then looking at the videos, uh, that that Paul Mullen from Black Magic Media s- sorted out for us just absolutely epic and what a beautiful part of the world you've never been to the south End, had you George
3: uh, I stopped once in Christchurch on a flight that had originated in Argentina stopped <laughs> very briefly in an a, a, an Argentine airbase military airbase somewhere in the south of Argentina it might have been Terra del Fuego and then it flew non-stop to Christchurch which took 14 and a half hours and it was a wow. classic it was a classic jumbo jet and it was half oh. empty. It was half empty because it had to be so bung full of
2: fuel to get there. Really? Yeah. Was that the same flight? Was that the was same no flight, was no was that the same that flight George, that um <laughs> that Nikki and Yuha Kencon so probably all of the team took
3: after yeah. Christie and
2: Juha won Argentina and then flew directly yeah. to New Zealand?
3: It might have been back in nineteen. Yeah, but I would have been I would have been a few days later. So that that flight f- flew, I think twice a week or something. It was at that time. I can't quite remember. We wouldn't have been on the first one because I had done all the clear up and everything in Argentina.
2: They they were on the Monday morning, which I think we've. We've told that brilliant, I brilliant we,
1: story. I thought we were heading for an epic George Donaldson aeroplane story there for a no, moment. No, no,
3: no. What was what was good was when we were at the the this uh, airbase. It was there was an airport terminal there, but it was very very small. It was like it was almost like a, 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 a an air club, but they did have they did have a small upstairs and a tiny wee cafe, and there was maybe like about fifty or sixty seats, and and of course everybody had to get off the aeroplane, so there was a few hundred people, maybe maximum milling around. And we were allowed to go upstairs uh, to the cafe, and you could look out on the airfield. And as we went, because we'd heard, we kept hearing hearing these jets flying around, which mm. was quite exciting for me because I like airplanes. And uh, we we were told I can't remember the the as we were landing, we were told there was military manoeuvres, and it might be quite interesting, uh, interesting air show. I think was the the words of the the captain who said it in Spanish and then in English very kindly for us. So I was as keen as mustard to get up there and have a look, and uh, and we did. And there was super etendere jets going down the runway with afterburners on, Doing barrel rolls down the runway, oh, wow. maybe I don't know, on fifty purpose. to hundred feet. Oh yeah, well of course on purpose. <laughs> if, if they hadn't been doing it on purpose, they'd have been wow. smeared all over the runway. <laughs> would we'd, we'd have still been there waiting to leave. It was it was <laughs> quite the most amazing air display I've ever seen. Absolutely ludicrous, and, and mad. And wow. what incredible pilots! Those those Argentine pilots, they were something else. We were totally impressed by that. Uh, and then so, we flew to Argentina and it took forever.
2: No, you flew to long, New Zealand from Argentina. F-
3: yeah, so I flew to New Zealand from Argentina and it took, I, I, I believe it was scheduled at 14 and a half hours and I think it was pretty well spot on that.
2: Which yeah. back in 93 was yeah. a long time on an aeroplane. Without yeah. all the mod cons of of today, yeah. but anyway, yeah. the 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 one story that uh, we will tell, and we've told it a million times already, but it's so good it's worth telling again, <laughs> is after Gristy and Yuha Kankanen won Argentina and went out for the night in in Buenos Aires on the probably that I can't remember whatever if it finished on a Sunday on the Sunday night. And Nikki had told Yuha they'd got to be downstairs at a certain time to leave for the airport in Buenos Aires. And they came down and <laughs> they, got, they got to check out a reception. And the Argentinian woman on the reception said to, to Kankanen, anything from the minibar, sir, in a bit of a Spanish accent. <laughs> and Kankanen looked at her and said, I left you the light bulb. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah. yeah, there had been one or two things from the minibar back in the day when the minibar was actually worth having, which I have to say, it's been a long time since I've been in a hotel yeah. with anything worthwhile in a minibar. But I bet in Otago, I bet all of the minibars are full there. See that link, lease
1: like see what that you did? Very, yes, because they they, they had time to get the fans there on the Friday night, which was amazing, but no time to organise a big party at the end of it. But. It, it, it was just brilliant that the restrictions were lifted in New Zealand to actually allow people to get back to enjoying. And the pictures are fantastic, and it's great to see Hayden Padden out signing autographs. Hmm. It, it's I, I almost feel we're heading back to normality. Was, was that I was
3: that the first uh, the first of the Kiwis being allowed to sort of travel even within their own country then?
2: pretty much I think yeah it was the first time I guess it's to do with this well I guess it's maybe the mass gathering thing isn't it that, the first
1: normal kind of big scale yeah because right. okay. they
2: they would have had you know I don't know if they were allowed up to 100 or up to 500 or whatever but mm. I think that aspect was lifted uh, the week before um, right. and it just demonstrates okay. the sort of flexibility of the organisers that they'd organised for everything just in case and this is what Roger was saying he said it was quite exhausting because you would go through your normal organizing process and yeah. then the next week it would be like, no, you can't do that. You can't do that. You can't do that because of these new restrictions. And then the week after, oh no, you can do that, but you can't do that. But if you want to do that, you've got to do that. Um, And yeah. so, I mean, just the hoops no, no. that they've jumped through uh, yep. as a bunch of organizers, they did a great job. And like you say, least to see in, in the octagon there in the center of Dunedin, it was fantastic, beautiful weather. Uh, And then a, just a great event uh, unfortunately not one of not one of the absolute classics with the likes of 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 Kankinen or alex fiorio or mickey mm. biazion going out to drive the the car or vatten or whatever but still you know luke you followed it really closely didn't you what did what did you make of i mean it was fanger dan was the drifting guy in the in the famous mark ii escort and then hamish bond was jumping mm. out of a boat into a subaru imprezzo
0: yeah, it, it's quite mm-hmm. nuts, isn't it, when you think about the fact that these are two massive sports people in, in New Zealand. And obviously, we're all on this podcast speaking from the UK. I can't think of an equivalent to to mine quick enough to, to contemplate it. But can you imagine a rally in, in our part of the world getting the people of their stature into a rally car for the first time? It's it's just nuts what the Okie brothers are able yeah. to do with that event. But I was quite sad, in a way, for Hamish because we never really got to see what he could do because i I don't know what the problem was on the first day i think it might have been a gearbox issue of some kind but yeah it was yeah Yeah. because he was doing okay and then i think he got about three stages in and the thing just packed up so already then obviously you can return on the second day and i think then he had some more issues on the on the second stage of sunday as well so it's one of these things he's probably gonna have a bit of an itch to scratch now to to come back and do it which actually in a way is a good thing for us (laughs) as rally fans Mm. but yeah it it was kind of a shame to see because i would have expected his time to get a lot quicker just as he got used to to how to drive at speed and the fact that he he could control it because i didn't hear of anybody saying that he was over the limit or at any points or or doing anything daft he certainly didn't crash the car so that's always the first sign um Dan, yeah. I think, was the eighth in the Classic Rally, somewhere around there. Which that's right, yeah, yeah. Which in itself, again, if you consider that they're not necessarily big names to everybody in Europe, but the guys over there in that in that field is always arguably more competitive than than the modern main field at the front. So to be in the mix in the top ten in amongst that sort of field is is quite remarkable. And another one not make any real mistakes as well. So I was quite impressed.
1: I love the idea as well of of someone like Dan, a, a drifting legend, not only being. Pretty to look at, as it were, with the drifting side of things, but quick with it as well. Because, yeah, I mean, you can you can make a lovely drift around a corner look epic and graceful, and it takes forever. Whereas in a rally car, you kind of need to make it quick and pretty quick.
2: You, absolutely, Do you, yeah. I'm I'm interested here, George. What's your take on on drifting?
3: Um, like, got to be just the most fun ever. I mean, it's it's rallying, <laughs> it's rallying without the scares, isn't it? Because, you you know, you know where you're going the whole time and you can plan it out. I think I listened to a couple of his comments uh, during, you know, they'd made during the event and he was happy his skills would translate. And I had no doubt his skills would translate. The hard thing would be to know where the road was going and that dealing with that level of uncertainty, understanding how to handle the car through a corner where you're not quite sure where it's going to go. And I think that it was him I saw having a bit of a moment when he, a corner tightened a little bit, and he he slipped off to off off wide at one point in car. It might might be him. It might not have been. It might have been the Toyota Celica that I think won the classic class in the end, but you no. Know his skills should translate perfectly well, I and mean, he's into a classic uh, RS eighteen hundred uh, Escort. That's going to be a lovely car to drive, and just perfect for hanging the tail out of. So it's. I mean a soft start from him from that point of view I mean it couldn't have been it could not have been better in in um, learning the pace notes and and getting the road craft uh, so that you can actually carry those drifts and and carry the speed and not scrub the speed and listen to his comments yeah I think he's uh, I think he would uh, maybe come back for more but you know he's in he's in a he's a professional sportsman um You know, you've got to stay focused. Um, He might want to do rallying for fun once or twice a year, and that would be about it. He he can't go away spending all his hard-earned money on very expensive Mm -hmm. rally cars when he's got a career to to craft uh, uh, on the the drifting scene, which is, you know, massive. And, and, I mean, the drifting stuff is super high speed as well. I mean, it's up at, what, you know, 180, 200 kph at times on these circuits. Oh, really?
1: Oh yeah, it's massively. Oh, yeah. It's almost the it's the. massively um, quick. The, the the beauty of it belies the speed.
3: Yeah. yeah, a lot of it's tight circuit. Yeah,
2: yeah. Now yeah, the thinking, I mean, Lee, apparently, is that you in Pukakoe, uh where they do a lot of the drifting down there, you turn the car in at two hundred kph. That's one hundred and twenty mile an hour, <laughs> and you're so close you can open the window and touch the car next to you uh, mm. as you drift side by side. But I spoke to. Calle Robin pera this morning we were chatting just about what he'd done on his holidays and blah 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 um and i was telling him about fanger dan uh and i said because obviously Calais does a lot of drifting himself uh and i said you know do you genuinely does it does it help and he said yeah it does because you know with drifting you are constantly on the edge of the grip you're mm. always running right up to the edge of the grip level and to understand where that is and how the car will work okay it's totally a yeah. different car but mm-hmm. you still you're working with that uh that sort of grip the the maximum yeah. grip aren't you um, yeah, you you're, you're dealing
3: so, you're dealing with the pure physics of it and not the not the yeah. geography if you like because the, the circuit you obviously know exactly where you're going and you can be letter perfect every time but it does require mm-hmm. that you are just you know millimeter perfect every time and you know and Lisa, as you're saying you know the guys could literally just touch the car next to them but you know if if you missed it by a meter you because because the drift's so long and you're scrubbing effectively when you're drifting, you are scrubbing speed. So you carry this massive speed in, and the idea is you carry as much of it out. And on the ideal yeah. corner, of course, the apex will be in the centre of the corner, then it'll open out as you start to drift, and you can build the speed back up as you straighten up the car. And that'll be the most rewarding aspect to drive. But so Have you ever done it, George? Uh, just, just for fun. I, I did a, a little bit at Knock Hill with a Subaru Rally car. <laughs> just Just by default, I had nothing else to do. <laughs> uh, doing de- de- demo demo events for uh for a, well there was a load of drifting guys there and and I had a couple of friends there and we were standing next to the drifting guys and they said how come that guy in an absolutely standard rally car Subaru is drifting more than we are how's he managing it <laughs> but what they didn't right. realize was that I could I had I had the diff wide open and I just made it rear wheel drive but I was again turning into the hairpin at Knockhill I was I was nosing in and putting the car sideways at well over a hundred miles an hour. Which was was great Jesus. fun, and I had I had little a little <laughs> um, Honda Honda. We were doing sort of demo laps with these rally cars, and and I had the, the quickest car, but not by much, because a Honda Civic, a very fast Honda Civic, just literally fifty meters behind me. And I told him what I was going to do. I said, "So look, don't get tangled up with me, for goodness' sakes. Feel free to pass, <laughs> but don't get tangled up with me. We don't need that sort of mess." So and what I do you
2: do, George? Did you, you turn it in on the handbrake or? Uh, they,
3: I, don't think I used the handbrake. I think I just flicked it in. I was on rally tyres, so I didn't have very much traction, so it was relatively easy. And mm. Really, I wasn't drifting in the true sense of the word. I, I was keeping it sideways until I was going down the straight. So I was drifting in maybe 60, 70, 80 metres before the corner. I would be almost perpendicular to the road, as sideways as I could get it. I needed full power in third oh. gear to, to, to stop it spinning out because you need to keep the front wheels turning on opposite lock to keep the front... Coming round as well, otherwise you'll just spin out. And then as as the car slows, you can point the wheels in. And then you have got to very quickly snatch second because the car ran out of power. So you, you you power changed down to second gear. Literally, it was a standard mm-hmm. gearbox. And uh, because and again, if you didn't do heavy, that, you'd spin, wouldn't you? Because you, you, you would s- you would just you would yeah. just lose Momentum. power and it would spin out. Yeah. So, but but will tell I you what,
2: successfully do that. So, it was fun. There fun there stuff. is there is a great opportunity, isn't there, Luke? in uh i can't remember the date let us come up with the date now the mcrae rally challenge at yes. knock hill on june it's the first weekend of july, july think, june yeah. July, june July. july yeah. oh, well, Se- we've got a very own yeah.
1: british olympian taking part in that we have we, chris, chris Hoy? Hoy. yeah chris is yes. doing it yeah
2: yes exactly so george maybe i'll we- well, tell you what luke you'll obviously be there uh, for dirt fish. i'll be there for dirt fish george you come down for for dirt I'll, fish uh, and we'll I'll, make... I'll be
3: arriving back from kenya that morning so uh, yeah i should be able to Ooh. i should i should be into edinburgh about 10 or 11 o'clock in the morning so i, sh- I can easily just stop in there on the way home that'll be perfect ah, good man and we can make another
0: podcast
2: uh about yes. watching and marking people out of 10 going around george's hairpin
1: uh, yep. knock absolutely
0: well, perfect I, so i'd love that I, i'd be surprised mm. if if the guys at not haven't if they if they do hear this aren't wanting george to do the drifting himself after this prowess he sold himself as that'll be an amazing oh, crowd yeah. pleaser.
3: <laughs> what you've got to remember is as a youngster when i was only 18 19 years old i had discovered rallying and had some sort of car in any sort of car our, our car club used to do like a monthly c- club night at Knock Hill, where well, you just went, it it's just open to us in the summer. You know, we'd have we'd have two or three mm. a year. You just go along and just drive your car around. The track was just open for us. And there'd be a, a couple of dozen of us there just playing around and it was lovely. And you it, my 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 best trick ever was racing a, a friend called Callum Guy. Um and he was in he was in his Avenger, which was a lot more powerful than the little I think I was driving my little Fiesta at the time. And I was determined not to, he was catching me up down the street and I was determined not to let him pass. And he was going up the inside just as I entered the corner and I did a bit of a Verstappen on him and cut in and I, I clipped the kerb and I put the car up on two wheels and turned in far too fast. Uh, but I, I knew I'd get away with it because there's enough room to go off down there and you just you just lose a little bit of time and you would get away with it. Well, I, I put it up on two wheels and then I realised that actually I can balance it here. And the, the car as as it went down, I just kept turning in and to 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 stay on line, and I just stayed up on two wheels and actually steered it down on two wheels until I was about halfway down the hill to the next left hander, which I can't remember the name of it. I think they've changed them all now, and I dropped it back down at the two wheels. And Callum was so shocked by what he's seen. I got I got it was another lap until they got past me. It was great. We did have a bit Callum of a laugh Callum about guy that.
2: actually, and uh, not decrying your own abilities. George, yeah. but Callum, guys, he was a genuinely top driver, wasn't he? Wasn't he a, a junior team member or something? He might well have been that, to
3: be honest. I, I, by, as Callum was coming up through in the car club, I was, I was working as, as uh, the, the newsletter editor for the, for the magazine. I also ran single venue, event, single venue events at Knock Hill. I was famed he for was... managing to get 25 miles out of Knock Hill in a day. He, so here's
1: stuff I have to add to your CV, George. Oh yeah, yeah, Clark
3: of of course. About half a dozen. Here's times. one
2: for you, George. Here's one for you. So Callum Guy, I remember this. This is a bit of a, a, a noddy memory of mine. Was co-driven by two of the co-drivers that co-drove for Colin McRae. Name them. I reckon Robert Reed would be one. Yep. Well, he got the uh, difficult one. And the other,
3: the other one, <laughs> was, was, that, was, that, it, what, was it Nicky? Was it Nicky Jack? Or the other one.
2: No, it was Nicky Grist, Nicky but Grist. it was it really? was it was Reedy. Go. Reedy was the one I didn't expect you to get. Ah, um, look at that! Very impressive. There's
3: not much that, not much that Robert Reed's done that I wouldn't know. Not but done. We were very good friends. <laughs> Stunning you were still are very good friends. He's doing quite well now, is he not? Is he not? Uh, oh yes, vice president of fia My goodness
2: me. Yeah. No, we'll keep team. his feet on the floor.
3: Are we going to talk about a yeah. tiger
1: rally? Afternoon, I was Vice about President of the FIA. It's <laughs> <Yes>,
2: indeed, <laughs> afternoon. <laughs> if you want to lift your feet off the floor, that's fine by us, Robert. <laughs>
1: yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> Sorry, we're I back to the I have to, to say, the,
1: the, the content, well, I know we, none of us could be there, but the, the content on the website, I have to raise my, my chapeau, do a big old chapeau to the content on the dirtfish.com website because the videos are uh, brilliant. Yeah. Really, really, really good okay. stuff. I've got to L- say, Luke,
2: you. Uh, Luke, as a as a new editor of uh, DirtFish.com, you did a sublime job. Can I get can, uh, just just and... to
0: interrupt? Can I get this in writing? By the way, that's the third mention already. <laughs> no, so, <okay. laughs> not a <Okay>. chance. <laughs> <laughs> but
2: it I, it was a pretty hectic weekend, uh, but but brilliant weekend for the website, wasn't it, Luke?
0: Yeah, I I have to say it. it it's easy for to, for me to sit here and sort of blow smoke up <laughs> what what we've all managed to achieve. But <laughs> I generally think even the videos that we managed to produce, we had Colin. Clark doing some of it from at home, actually, before he, he jetted off to, to Scotland on his holidays. Um, <laughs>
2: with the donkeys. Yes, with the donkeys. <laughs> yeah. and
0: we, we also had people on the ground giving us not just information, but they're presenting the videos for us as well. And I thought that balance was actually really nice. It gave it a bit of a, a local feel, yeah. which is difficult to do when we're on the other side of the world. Um, so for me in writing a report that meant like 5am alarm calls and stuff but even in that all the information we had to do stuff was impeccable it felt like i was there even though i was sat in a room with a laptop nowhere near any rally cars it was so it was a, a map basically a massive shout out to everybody that's helped us with the event and i've never been to new zealand is massively on the bucket list no, um, but the very small interactions i've had already it just tells you everything about what's great about the country is they're all resourceful, mm. and they're all so friendly. They'll do anything to help you. And Without them, we couldn't have done what we did. So I, I don't want to take any credit for our team. I think it was all down to them. Oh, yeah, yeah, but the,
2: the one Kiwi that lets down, no bloody Hayden Padden, didn't send us our little selfie video saying, watch all of the action on dirtfish.com. We're not going to forget that, Hayden. Trust no. me, we're but not going to forget
3: But that. look, his, his, technical, his technical expose of the AP4 against the R5 was excellent. That and was him, mega. Not watched that, Get a look at it. Hayden Hayden did a lovely job, and you get a great little explanation. I still had a couple of questions for him, but we'll get round to that. <laughs> oh, I know, and I know what one of the things I was going to talk to you about last week. As soon we as we we reverted oh, no. into, no, it was Luddite. A Luddite was the the group of people. Luddites were were uh, the, named as the group of people that destroyed all the machinery, the very first machines that came in, the automation that came in which I think were weaving, not... weaving machines. Weaving,
2: that's right. Was it, miles, was it Robert
3: they? Luddite or something? Was the leader of the group, what? the union? Captain that, that... Ludd. It wasn't, no, it wasn't Captain Ludd, I don't think. A,
1: a Luddite I think is... it was. I think it was a myth was, yeah. <laughs> We, we it, missed you. That's that's where right, the word Nathan, sab- this is where the word sabotage comes from as well, because Ooh. machines used to be destroyed by people chucking their sabots into machinery to break them, which were wooden clogs. There yeah, you go, oh, look at that. Sabotage. But that it, was in France, I, though, was it? It was, but it was around about the same time. yes yeah, okay. but it did. It, it did
2: also collectively refer to people who were technologically dunces Scared and inept.
1: Yeah. Yes, yeah. Yeah. yeah, which is why this, Colin and I fitted into that bracket yeah, quite it, nicely. We, and we decided <laughs> it was
3: a slight. It was. It was a Luddite Was it? Was a fraction above uh, troglodyte? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and,
2: <laughs> First time we've had that was troglodyte it, yeah. on on. On the pod yeah excellent we've
0: had some some history <laughs> of literature we've had drifting we've had merchandise a tiny bit of rallying so far
1: yeah <laughs> i was gonna say have we actually and you editor, Ned-
2: wielding a knife as well
1: Ned yeah. Ludd. yeah that was it it's all happening yeah we've we, we can actually return to the rallying i think we should do though um we, can i we, look you, you you did actually um you slayed hayden padden for not providing yeah. um the video for us but i, I defended did, him Lisa. he did he did, yeah, you did, and he, he, was a bit he busy, has I notched suppose. up a ninth win as well. How important for you You know when somebody keeps winning, there's always an element of people going, oh, did they win again? But with Hayden Paden, we kind of all is forgiven. Of course it is,
3: it is because he's stuck it? there in New Zealand, and the guy is hankering after getting back in the WRC on a personal basis. I would love to see him back. I'd love to see him. Yeah. I'd love to see him right all the wrongs that I'm sure he feels has been done to him, whether it's by COVID or by circumstance of of older drivers coming back. And, uh, you know, he may well decry the fact that Sebastian Loeb took his drive away three three or four years ago. But actually, uh, I think uh, that that decision was vindicated by Malcolm Wilson this year, who brought Loeb back yet again and produced that incredible Monte Carlo win. So, Mm. um, yeah, vindicated, I think. (laughs)
2: But it was, I mean, Luke, it was never, you know, we have a lot of events in motorsport that are a little bit of a slam dunk, but this one really was, wasn't it? You know, not only is Hayden, you know, head and shoulders above the rest of the guys who are very, very, very good drivers, but Hayden is world-class. There's no doubt about that. But but also his car is, is a proper, proper car that, you know, his team puts so much development effort and everything into, obviously backed by Hyundai New Zealand as well. It's the real deal, isn't it? That package.
0: Yeah, they've they've done a, a lot of work, um, and it's probably a lot more work than people think. Because as Lisa kind of alluded to before, mm. it's you see a driver winning constantly you you kind of just assume that okay, well, is he really trying? Is is he giving it his all? But that's he's giving one hundred percent to that. The, more more percentage. I know people can be funny, but whether you can have more than hundred percent, if I can for- <laughs> forgive that, I would say a hundred and ten percent effort um, into the program, and it, it's quite remarkable in a way because he knows all the rallies he's won them all before you could argue where's the motivation to keep going but when he does come back to the world championship in wrc2 this year and if he gets further ahead and back into the top class where we all feel i think that he does belong this will make a massive difference and you could say well why is that because they're not the same rallies it's different kind of competition but he's competing against himself essentially and he's more than happy to do that it, his goal was just to try and beat his times from here before and i think he managed about seven of seven stage records mm. um over the weekend a lot on the second day i know we had a a puncture and a drive shaft problem on the first day um but it, it, it's quite incredible that he can he just keeps at it he keeps fighting he, he's never ever going to be um accused for not trying is he i think that's the best way to put it no um but yeah no. it, it, it's, it's remarkable
2: and again, it was good to see. You know, there was some new cars there. There was a there was a, a new Skoda out there. Wasn't there? And then obviously we had Emma, Emma Gilmore car. Emma Gilmore's car. And she got she got uh, a result, David. She
3: didn't retire. She did I get a result. She was she Colin. was running
2: third, uh, and then yeah, such the, so a shadowy problem. The, yeah, the brake problem. Uh, yeah. But who there was the guy? Who's the guy? Is it Ben in the new Skoda? Ben Hunt. Who I was quite Hunt, impressed with yeah.
0: him. Ben Hunt. Yeah, who looked really quick. Yeah, I've been particularly impressed. Given it was, I think, and I might be wrong with this, um, but I think it was his first time in in any kind of R five or Rally two or AP four derivative of car. I think oh, wow. I think he had a Subaru the year before, and he's kind of stuck with that for a while. Yeah,
1: Subaru. Yep, yeah, Subaru WRX STI. Perfect. Okay. Wow. So I'm not. I'm not talking
0: <laughs> nonsense. That's good for once. <laughs> and the same yeah, with I, Ari, Ari Pettigrew as well.
2: He was. Yeah. He was in uh, that Holden Barina thing. Um, yeah for the first time, the four-wheel drive car. Yeah. Uh, I've just got to tell you a very quick story. While I was, my first ever time in Australia, so I landed into Perth, going to pick up the hire car, and all I can think about is the fact that I'm bound to end up with some massive V8, uh, essentially some huge supercar, some so Holden you Commodore say or too whatever. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's obviously too hot. Everywhere is too hot. Um, <laughs> so I went to the hire car desk, and the woman was like, ah, yeah, David, we've got you a Holden Barina. And I was like, wow, that sounds so cool. <laughs> and I walked outside and I was breath. clicking it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, no. How's that? That's rubbish. Oh, yeah. There's definitely not a V engine in that. We should see should so anyway, just, nice just for,
0: if anything, legal purposes, Ari Pettigrew's Holden is not rubbish. Um, it was very 4 kind of is a lot Yeah, different. I wouldn't
2: be disappointed with that if I got <laughs> Harry Pettigrew's Holden Barina. <laughs> Oops. Good point. Thanks, Luke. Yeah.
1: Uh, <laughs> so no, it was
2: it it was a great event. And another just demonstration run by by Hayden Padden. It's funny though, you know, you look back across other championships and events that are consistently won by the same person and they do get a little bit dull. But with this, there's such sort of fervent enthusiastic support for hayden and everything that he's doing in in new zealand you just get a yeah. feeling that actually the whole country is behind him uh they you're know they're going to really get do. beaten by him they really do yeah um but they're all sort of working towards this bigger goal of, of getting uh-huh. him back into wrc which of course he will be later this year
3: yeah
2: and wasn't wasn't the footage we got spectacular i mean you know i i was
3: watching not just hayden the the, the other you know uh, top you know uh, top 10 drivers and some of the classics, they were really... Jeff Judd, I mean, very courteously went off into a bank. Went off into a bank right in front of the camera at one point uh, and and spectacularly drove away. He he retired. He thought he'd he'd knackered his engine. It was only a screw loose in the distributor, apparently. So at least he's not damaged his engine. At least I hope he's not. But uh, he he did retire just near the end. But uh, it was very spectacular to watch. And I was just struck once again by my, my earlier comments this year or even last year when I'm saying... It, you don't need a world rally car for it to look fast. What I saw in New Zealand uh, f- from the footage we got back from Otago, those cars were on the low. It's cars coming across crests, yeah. appearing in the air, still going up as the road goes up. They're already air, <laughs> yeah. you know, a- a- airborne and they're landing well over the crest on the downhill. You cannot imagine how scary that is to drive, even when you have pace notes, even when you know the road. It's always, you just, you know, a, a, a tiny little bit of air movement or a little bump just moves the car a little bit wrong as you're entering that crest you've got a long time to think about where you're going to land you might just be going off a few centimeters every meter or so but that's enough Mm. to take you very close to the edge of the road which is maybe you know i mean i'm not quite sure how much air time they've got but it looked to me like 70 80 meters never more than half a meter above the road but a long way and a big radius over the crest and high speed very spectacular Mm.
2: and a lovely lovely car uh dean mm. boost that but i didn't realize it was a replica what
3: well, the the yeah, Toyota the, the
1: group B the, yeah yeah yeah,
3: yeah. Was, I, I thought a, i thought it was a replica yeah i wasn't sure what
1: what
2: what made you think that George what am i uh, what did i miss out on
3: uh i just uh, there wasn't that many of them around um yeah there's not there's and they not dismantled a, lot a load of them didn't they? They they, they 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 weren't they weren't really kept at that time there's a couple there's just really only very few there's maybe 3 or 4 tops um so
2: that was the whistling pig
3: wasn't it that was the whistling pig <laughs> so the the car the car Why? the car, that, the that car that, just because it was it was relatively quiet turbocharged and when that car came out it was it was one of the few cars so it was real wheel drive came out in the <laughs> in the mid 80s like 80 was it 83 or 84 yeah. yeah.
2: 83 yeah 83 <laughs>
3: it came out Uh, so it was turbocharged it had electronics it was pure electronics in it when a lot of cars still okay they had electronic ignition but it wasn't pure electronics in it so it was was computer driven car um and and turbocharged and and Mm. it was it was just it was just called the whistling pig and it was a tractor of a car i mean it was absolutely there was nothing fine about it at all but it was just very very effective it was basically it was it was the same as a group 4 escort a little bit longer probably a little bit heavier and, and about 150 mm. to 200 horsepower more, it was and lap- destroyed fantastic. its plastic
2: tires, didn't it? I mean, it just it, it could went do. through it rear could tires.
3: Do. Yeah, it could do.
2: When you also over- the moved. car that cost Pondy second on the 1985 RAC it, Bloody it was, Rally. Sorry, it was swearing, when
3: Juha, Juha Kankinen stopped and and lifted uh, Marco Alain out of a ditch. Uva uh, Anderson yeah, yeah. gave 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 uh, Juha an awful rollicking for that. Actually, pu- I love the name though? I love the public.
1: name. I do get yeah. the feeling that that's somewhere where we should go and order, a, you know, go and get a round of drinks at the Whistling Pig. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's definitely a pub.
3: Definitely a pub's name, isn't it? But um, yeah. it, that car did
1: do the Scottish. There was a factory factory team
3: came to the Scottish Rally in nineteen eighty six. I
0: think really? it was. Really? So nineteen
3: eighty six to nineteen eighty seven. It was Pure. Bjorn Waldegard and Lars Eric Torp. Oh, wow. Lars Eric Torp retired with a damaged cylinder head, which was quite unusual. He must have buzzed the engine. Bjorn, I think finished third behind the four wheel drives, but I think the the Scottish. I mean, that was a blind rally, no pace notes at that time. Yeah. Um, the the Scottish fans got a a, a fantastic uh, lesson in rear wheel drive, and and you know
2: he, he put a lot of the four wheel drive cars to shame because he sent lo- me diving into E W R C again, George. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. Nineteen eighty six. Bjorn. Oh, I'm sure wow, Bjorn look finished look that, third. Yeah. I'm sure he finished third. Yeah, you know yeah. you're dead right. Yeah, I remember that. I had a a load of my my German friends. Obviously, I I was I was working on the rally as a as a team member at that point, and uh, the the start was in Glasgow. And the night before the start, so the day before the start, uh, uh, Simple Minds were playing two or three concerts at Ibrox Stadium, and uh, there's a few of them were quite keen to go and see it. So I, I I said right, well, let's go along. I got a car and we went along and. Tried to buy tickets, literally, you know go in like you would, and uh, and there was no way to go in. They were trying different box offices, and they said, "No, it's closed. It's full. You can't get in." And there was uh, there was a, one of the security guys said, "Come with me." He said, "He said I can, I, can th- I think there's a place around the back. I can sort you out." And we walked away around the back of my Brock <laughs> Stadium. And he just opened, he opened the fire door, and then we went. We had to give him fifty quid as a
2: recall, but we we got in just fine. So that was it. So simple minds, brilliant. Life. Good and stuff. An event won by Mickey Finn in a in a Persia two oh five. That's right.
3: Yeah. And I think it was with Mark it, Lovell was, second. Was I was gonna say Mark
2: Lovell second in the uh, RS two hundred. Yeah. Didn't what which, which year did it was it that on the Scottish Lovell that big accident? It must have been it must have been eighty six. He rolled, I, didn't he? And it took that. the screen out. Yeah. But he obviously oh, carried on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't, right, I'm now
3: I going to. It does, it does to find ring that. a bell. Oh, now you're going to have to no. go and find that now. There we I'm go, go. I'm
1: going to interrupt you very rudely again, George, just because I've yeah. got one eye on the time and there is one more thing oh, I'd I've got like to talk to go about to. before Oops, you have, sorry. but very very quickly. Um, um. Weather. It's good because you get to talk about the weather at the same time. Mm. Uh, it seems to be interfering with people's preparations for the rally Croatia, it, which it, I was thinking end of April. Oh, should be lovely. You know, nice spring, gorgeous weather, but. It's been snowing over in Zagreb, and I know it that is. definitely upset Thierry Neuville's tests. It did. Oh, he had to move oh, his. Um,
2: they had to move his 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 test day. I think they. It was on the Saturday, moved to the Monday or something like that. I can't remember. But yeah, there was quite a lot of snow arrived through the test weekend. Um, <clears> he was about the only one that was impacted. In fact, he was the only one that was impacted. Um, and and actually his test wasn't because he moved they moved it to another day and he ran. Uh I think in some uh wet, dry conditions. But yeah, it, it just shows that still mm-hmm. there is great potential for the weather to do its thing. Uh I talking to a few people now starting to gather information towards next week, I think it would be quite a surprise if we did have snow. Um Yeah. I'm but looking at the weather
3: forecast here, it's gorgeous there this week. 21, 22, yeah, 23 it drops, degrees.
2: Yeah. Drops down a bit cooler though, doesn't it? beginning
3: of yeah, next week. It's, I think. it's it's still in the in the high
0: teens ne- next next yeah. week. So Luke,
1: can you hear the yeah. excitement in David's voice yeah. that he can actually take an extra jumper with? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's
0: that's like music yep. to his ears, isn't it? Completely. Totally. He's going to get his
1: Dirtfish hoodie yeah. out. <laughs> oh yeah.
2: Yeah, they'll have them all on. Uh, so no it is it's it, you know, it's just really really exciting to get back to uh to WRC action again. It's it's been a long old eight weeks. It has. We of do course. have a
1: chance to preview it properly, don't we? Yes. Thank goodness. Yes. Thank
3: goodness.
2: Although I... Do the I proper answer, forecast. I will be in Cornwall. We'll probably do this on Monday next week. And yep. I'll be on holiday in Cornwall, uh, just at the end of a long weekend in Cornwall. So I may or may not, depending on how much uh, tribute or doom bar I've consumed, <laughs> uh, I may or may not join you, depending on how bad my head is.
1: We might make you get up early in the morning just, and get, oh, just anyway. God.
2: Excellent. I'll look forward to that. Yeah, you've,
0: you've dug, you've dug nice yourself a hole there, David, I'm afraid. That was <laughs> yeah, I have talk. a little bit. <laughs> there,
3: is, there is one bit of slightly unfinished business, which is the way to get Luke, um, Lisa and myself to New Zealand for the rally this year, David.
1: Oh, yeah, that'd be now,
3: great. David, you know, you you've got a very serious job with a lot of pressure, and that pressure has just quadrupled. <laughs> because you, your duty is to get us there. I mean, quite quite frankly, I don't care uh, uh, what do I do it, when I'm there. But I mean, and I don't require business uh, tra- trans- uh, travel. I, I would rather not go via legs. some some shaky <laughs> shaky airline. I'd like to travel on one of the some slightly more major carriers that's not got a bad accident record. Thank you. Put other on than a boat. That, other <laughs> than that, other than that, a, a boat. Uh, I suppose as long as we have got an internet connection and relaxing. I can work, I think it'll yeah. be okay. I've done a couple of longer boat journeys, and actually they're phenomenally like being locked into a hotel room for eleven days. as happened to me last oh year when I came back from Kenya. Not oh recommended. Yeah. Bit of quarantine. Not recommended. Yeah, but a quarantine. Wouldn't recommend it. And no. the boat's like ah,
2: that. okay. So yeah. Okay. So, now my, I am my, now. S- I'm seven board, minutes just... late for my meeting and it was quite okay. an important meeting
1: Right, Go, David, go and be important somewhere I have else to go. Thank you all for listening to this episode of Spin the Rally Pod, don't forget to keep checking the website for updates, that is Dirtfish.com and if you want to drop us a line at Dirtfish Rally is the way to do it Thank you guys, it's been a treat Bye. Thank you Lisa, so have a good Bye. one Bye. Bye. Go on David, run away, quick quick